0: Am I hitting the button?
1: You can go ahead and hit the button. Shall I hit this button here? Shit, go ahead and hit
0: it. Button one? Button one. Okay, hitting button one. Yes. In three, two, one. one.
2: And he asked me to take a walk with him. He didn't say anything for the longest time. And then he turned to me and he said, Woodman, we need each other. Words and music. And he crossed his fingers, showing how they go together. Remember,
0: words and music. Words and music.
1: Words and music, y'all.
0: That's what we're here to do. That's right. (laughs) We're here. We're back. Season three, episode two. I'm Crystal Blue. No, I'm sorry. You're right. Season three, episode three.
1: Episode three, my my love.
0: My bad. I'm Crystal Blue. I'm Randy Red. Randy Red, pal. The man with the plan.
1: The man, the myth, the legend. That right too. here.
0: All of that. All of that. That's right. And um, I'm a little pissed off right now.
1: Uh-oh. Why are you pissed
0: off? So, um, because I was, I, I peed before we came in here. I was like, I got to pee before we start the episode. And while I was peeing, I, I came up with something and I thought of something. And I was like, ooh, I got I to gotta remember to mention that. And now I can't remember what the fuck it was.
1: You got a habit of doing that. I do. You got a horrible habit of doing that.
0: (laughs) We've talked about my short-term memory loss in the past. It's not. It's not. It sucks hardcore because I feel like Dory from (laughs) Finding Nemo (laughs) sometimes, and I know it'll come to me eventually. Um, Yeah, I just. I can't. It's. It's making me like have. I'm having a visceral reaction right now. I'm like angry with myself.
1: And what's sad is sometimes you have the best thoughts.
0: Uh, Yeah, while you're in the bathroom. Exactly. The best. Exactly. For me, my thinking place is the shower and the toilet. Like I always come up with the best shit. (laughs) Uh, No pun intended. Not going there. (laughs) Um,
1: I was going to say, but I come up with the best stuff on the shitter.
0: Yeah. Well, it it was, um, it was, am I number two? I'm number one. Okay. Sorry. I'm turning my microphone down just a little bit because I am a noisy bitch.
1: I'm <laughs> pleading the fifth on that one, y'all.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, it was some something that was going to go with the intros. We In the intros, we like to catch up on what's been going on since our last podcast. I know what it was. I just found it. Just found it. It just hit my head.
1: See how we talk that through and you found I out to, what we were missing? Yeah,
0: I have to process it out loud, and then it comes back to me. And she I d- shouldn't say... Uh, so he does that a lot. I know I do. What What was pissing me off was the fact that I forgot about it. The thing itself does not piss me off. Right. But... Um, because of the time of year it is and because of the things that I've done over the years right now is the time of year where a lot of memories start popping up in my newsfeed and in other people's newsfeeds right and then they start tagging me in these memories and I'm getting tagged in a lot of memories right now that are radio related and local artist like musician related and it's making me very sad. Like I I love seeing these memories. I love it. But at the same time, I'm in this place where it's like I'm trying really hard to sort of move past radio. And I don't think I'm ever going to be able to do it.
1: No, you'll I never you'll never be able to do it. And
0: that's sad to me. Like that I'm like I'm sitting here trying not to like cry about it like like right in this moment i'm sitting here going i'm not gonna fucking cry i'm not doing it
1: no your eyes are saying something (laughs) different just let you know i
0: know because i keep seeing these what i'm seeing right now obviously it's the holiday season or it's we're getting into the holiday season it's no it's early november and this is always the time of year when local artists would come in and they would record their acoustic versions of country classic christmas songs for the homegrown holiday spotlight that was something that i came up with like five years ago that I wanted to put on the radio I wanted to put our local art I was always looking for ways to put our local artists on the radio and I came up with this way and I didn't know what the hell I was doing I just thought it would be fun to get them in the studio have them record a Christmas song I didn't realize (laughs) I never knew I see and, and this is the education I got during the whole situation is I never knew how difficult Christmas songs were to play I had no idea I just figured these people play music for a living. They can any old song is is they're amazing at, right? So th- right. they can do this. This is this is going to be simple. Dude, I spent so many hours watching these artists hours struggle with simple classic Christmas songs. Like Silent Night, Jingle Bells, yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer.
1: The classics.
0: The classics. And it would take 10, 12 15 20 takes a couple of beers some breaks in the middle where we had to play other songs because we got down the rabbit hole so far that we didn't even we just couldn't get it right right and what's happening is i used to film a lot of the warm up sessions a lot of the the breaks in the studio when we just had to we had to shake it off and there was some serious magic that would happen during those sessions and are and then I would go and post them on Facebook of course. Sure. And those things are all coming back into my memories and it, and it happens every year. And I love it every year, but this year it is hitting me like a freight train. It is hitting me like a freight train because so as I'm sitting in the bathroom. <laughs> this is this is going to sound hilarious. As I'm sitting there peeing, I'm looking at my phone as we are all prone to do these days. And a I got tagged in another video, and it was a video of what happened one night after a session. So after a session, it was Emma Zink and um, John Ed Auer, who was an amazing fiddle player that the very first year I did Homegrown Holiday Spotlights, he came into town. Uh, he's a Marine, and he was, um, the the at the time, he was the guy that led the silent... What is it? The silent drill team. Silent. Yes. It, is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. So he—that was his job. So he lived up north, and in, 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 he was on one of the bases near DC. So he would come into town and play violin um, with the other artists. He would like contribute in that way. Like they would sing, he would play violin, and nine times out of ten, they had never met these—they had never met each other before. And he would just come in. He's so incredibly talented. This guy's been playing um, violin since he was three years old. Right, so he would come in and he would just light the whole thing on fire. Like it was amazing. So there are several videos of that year where John Ed had come down to town and he did something incredible. <laughs> it was just a thing. And the one that I just got tagged in was um, it was Emma Zink's turn in the studio, and John Ed came down to play with her on I, I think it was um, Jingle Bell Rock. Okay. Yeah, and after the session, we all it, it had been a long session. It was a couple of hours in the studio, just trying to get it right. Um, and, and most of that was on me because I didn't know how the equipment ran. All I knew is I could hit record, you guys sing and, and, and play your instruments and I'll get it. They're used to being in recording studio situations where you can punch in and out and start over here. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. You guys are just going to have to sing it over and over and over again until you get one that you like, you know? So it was stressful, but it was a good session. It was a lot of fun. And then afterwards, we knew Big Rob was playing at one of the bars downtown. So the three of us went downtown and John Ed came into the bar and plugged his his fiddle in and started playing with Big Rob. And then Emma got up and sang with them. Now this is 2015. 2015, 2015 the, the Christmas season of 2015, right? And they just got, these three for whatever reason were so musically in tuned with each other that they just made magic. Right. And of it course, it happens. Oh, yeah. And it, it's incredible when it happens. And it's one of for me, it's one of the most emotionally fulfilling things that I can witness. The birth of, of a musical whatever it is. Right. I just I get off on that. I don't know why I always have. But um, of course, I'm there filming it. Right. And then I put it up on Facebook. And now it's coming back to haunt me because those those um, videos were wildly popular, and so when they pop up in people's news feeds, then they post them again, and they tag me again, and I get emotional all over
1: again. Well, it's not haunting, though.
0: Well, I shouldn't say haunting. Haunting yeah. sounds like a bad thing. Haunting in a in in a way that I look back on it and I go, "Damn it, that was a great idea." The oh, the homegrown holiday spotlight it was a great idea. It was community. You know what I mean? It was yeah. it was community driven, local radio, and it was good. And it was pure and it was innocent and it was magical because it wasn't overproduced Nashville drivel. It wasn't, you you know what I mean? Oh, I know exactly. And now I look at these artists, I look at Emma Zink and everything that she's doing now in Nashville and going overseas to Denmark and heading down. She's got regular gigs in Key West and overseas. She's doing such amazing things. And to watch her and having been able to watch her since she was 16 years old. Just a kid singing the national anthem, right? Yeah. And now she's just killing it, you know? And I look back on these videos, and I'm like, oh, baby Emma.
1: <laughs> but you did your part. You did what you had to do. Oh, at the time. Man. And now?
0: And now it's they, just. They, it's,
1: it's like they've grown up and moved on. Uh, they have. So, I mean. It's, My
0: babies have flown out of that's the nest. Right. right. And I can't take credit for any of it. I really can't because I was just an innocent bystander with an iPhone. And, but I just feel so lucky, and I still to this day feel so lucky to have been in those moments with those people. That's all I'm saying. I hear you. And so it's, it's, I'm an emotional wreck right now because that just popped up, and I'm just like, oh, it was so fun. That was such a great night. But anyway, anyway, (laughs) I know it's, it's stupid. I know, but it's just, that's where my brain went. Um, But there are more updates since our last. Yes, our last podcast. Yes, there Thank are. Thank you, by the way, everybody who listened to episode two. Um, I need to get better at posting the links about stuff that we talked about. I finally posted one today where I where it was like, oh hey, remember that that app that I mentioned? Here's the oh, link. Oh, Yeah. So <laughs> I got to get better at doing that. I promise I will.
1: I can post the links too that I talk about. You so. can. I can. I am an editor. <laughs> you just are saying
0: you're an admin on the page. So
1: last episode we talked about F1 bodyguards. You know, having a
0: Formula One. Formula, you Formula talked One racing. About during say what? Say you what? talked yeah. about the bad manners of some people on the gridwalk.
1: Correct. At the, uh, the Dakota event, Circuit of the Americas.
0: right, which was a very high profile event and it brought in a lot of celebrities and people just acted like dicks.
1: Yes, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So what the Formula One sanctioning body has done mm-hmm. is they have banned celebrities from <gasps> bringing bodyguards to the start to the starting grid. After the incident. Really? So the basically they
0: said, you can come down, but your security has your to security stay. security
1: staff and your entourage, which more likely is your security so staff. So basically
0: suck it up and walk by yourself.
1: Suck it up and be a guest of us. I, we don't need that shit. And how do you feel about that? I'm, you're I am I court? applaud them. If I had an applaud button, I'd be hitting it right now.
0: We have an applaud button. You want to see it?
1: Yeah. Do we have one? We
0: so totally have an applaud button, but I just you're just. Wait, wait, wait. I'll find it. I'll find it sounds go back i don't remember which one's the applaud button oh there it is uh hold on eh. <laughs> i'm so good at this
1: we'll get this figured out folks i swear there it, is. there it is there we go there we go
0: okay anyway
1: so it's it's one of those things and, and this is one of the greatest quotes you know from out from this yeah Martin Brundle, the gentleman that does the grid walk, has been—he's been doing it for years. He comes, and he says,
0: "He's the guy they were rude to."
1: He was the guy that they were rude to, you know. And this is also after the, you know, the COVID nineteen restrictions have been sure. lifted. They're actually allowing fans back on the grids. You, you know, should feel lucky to be there. interacting with the drivers, the crew, and everything. They haven't been able to do that for a couple of years, right? Now all of a sudden, you know, fans are back. You know, it's a big deal, especially for Texas, the US. It's huge, huge Grand Prix. Um, it, it, it was packed. Yeah. Anyway, he goes and says, "All I ask." is that you soak up the atmosphere, enjoy the privilege. I've not asked for any grid protocol changes. So he's not asking for any changes. He didn't ask for this. He didn't ask for it. Yeah. But Formula One stepped in and said, hey, guess what? You're going to act accordingly.
0: One bad apple spoils the whole bunch. And
1: nine times out of ten, yeah, we're going to tie this back to the word music. Mm-hmm. It's musicians acting an ass. <laughs> Just going to say that.
0: Well, and it's interesting because when you get to a certain level – um, sometimes some people get the inflated ego. They get the big head. They get the sense of entitlement that comes with that stardom and they stop being human or humble. Listen, and, you know, I don't
1: care if you have a hot sauce at a famous chain restaurant. For real. Or if you got a beer named after
0: you. Yeah, or a line of clothing or some sneakers, it, whatever.
1: I don't care if you're there as a guest right. of the sanctioning body of the race yeah. that is happening or you're there as a guest of the track, right? Don't show your ass. Yeah, you know. So do
0: you think that this will cause some celebrities to not want to be on the gridwalk because Probably. they won't go down there without their security because they feel that insecure?
1: Because they go there because it's for them, right? Not because they're fans. They're
0: there to be seen.
1: You know, it's funny, and and, and not to get off on a tangent, but there were some celebrities that were there. Let's say they were wearing Ferrari, right, or Aston Martin gear, right, mm-hmm. and they would they, they they would ask, "Well, who are you here rooting for? I'm rooting for my man Lewis. Lewis who? Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. Okay. But, but Lewis doesn't drive for Ferrari or So they Ashton have Martin. no idea what they're talking Lewis about. Lewis drives for Mercedes. So basically so they're just like, there
0: dropping names. They're just
1: dropping names that they think they know. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you're gonna be there and go be, educate yourself. Yeah. Spend fifteen minutes on Google mm-hmm. and, and and figure out what the hell's going on. Right. Like I'm sorry. If you're not a fan of the of of, of Formula One racing, that's fine. You don't have go to go sit in the
0: stands. Then go and sit in and the stands singing. and
1: enjoy the cars. Right. You know yeah. the loud engines. That that's cool. Formula One's great race. in your
0: suite. In your suite and and hobnob that yeah. Yeah. way. Enjoy
1: it. But you know what? If you're going to be on TV, don't make an ass of yourself.
0: <laughs> I think that this will this will be a good thing in the long run because I think it will weed out those celebrities that don't necessarily deserve to be down there. Oh yeah. You know,
1: I mean, you go to a NASCAR race, you see the celebrities down there, and they're sure. all the celebrities are having fun. Yeah. I mean, we've seen what Alvin Brantley Kamara Gilbert down there, Bradley Gilbert. He loves you know.
0: it. Chase Rice is always at the NASCAR races. He loves it.
1: Uh, Cole Swindell. Uh-huh. Uh, we've seen, like I said, Alvin Kamara. He works for NASCAR. Matthew Andy. McConaughey. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's just crazy. You got, you know, Michael Jordan was a fan. Now he's an owner. Yeah. I mean, it's Pitbull. Pitbull. Same thing. Oh, international. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just it's it
0: real fat. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I I like this for Formula One I think and, I think I, I, and I'm i not like a big like ooh I'm a hardcore Formula One fan but I can respect the fact that they stepped in and said yeah no, we're not having this this isn't about you yeah. this is about us sure. and if you can't act right then get the fuck yep. out
1: I agree 100% and and I'm not the biggest fan either. Right. I mean, we don't watch it religiously every weekend. Not like religiously, we, you know, but when we see it's on, it's we watch it. It's Always on, like early in the morning, and we always. Well, it's
0: it. endurance racing nine times out of ten. No, not, no, not
1: Formula One.
0: Oh, or it's in Europe, so it's out on a different it's weird time. It's In a different
1: country, so it's yeah. on, you know, O' Dark Thirty or whatever. Endurance racing—that's completely different.
0: Oh, I see. So now, is there is there endurance racing that's not Formula One? Because I thought all Formula One races were endurance races.
1: No. No, okay. they're not endurance. You
0: see, that's how much I know about <laughs> any of it. I'm like, but I guess maybe that's because the biggest races are the ones you tune into. And so those are the ones that I have watched. They'll be like Monaco. and They'll be those 24-hour races. Well, Monaco's
1: not 24 hours. That's just another race. Talking
0: out of my ass again. That's okay. I'm the big, just going to sit race, over here. And
1: just, the big endurance race that you're referring to are the 24-Hours Daytona. The one where they win the Rolex. Hours, yeah, yep, that's the one where they win the Rolex. It right. 24-Hours of Le Mans, mm-hmm. which is in France. Right, and you have like twelve hours of Sebring, uh, the Petit Le Mans, which is in uh, Georgia this weekend, I believe, or oh, wow. next weekend. That's like a twelve-hour race. Okay, so, I mean, those are what are endurance races. You have three, four, five drivers per team switch out. They drive. Right, it's like a relay race, twelve to twenty-four hours straight.
0: Yeah. So okay. All right. So are we? So that, are we ready to move on? Have we, have we recapped enough? Have we both gone off on tangents?
1: I think we have. (laughs) And I'm probably getting ready to go on another tangent. I I love
0: it when you go on a tangent, by the way. In fact, this this one's gonna be a good one. Oh, yeah. So it's time for say what?
1: Yeah, it's definitely time for say what one day I'm gonna
0: have a button that says say what, but I'll probably have trouble finding it. (laughs) Anyway, you're first.
1: So this could be either a say what or this some bullshit.
0: It falls under either category? It falls under either
1: category, but okay. I went ahead and did say what because I have an even better one for some bullshit oh, later on. Wow. But, you're, really,
0: you're really doing good at the tease.
1: You know, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> so I found this article the other day. It was shared on Facebook by a friend of mine, uh-huh. and I sent it to you. You did,
0: and, and I got and it, angry.
1: It, yeah. <laughs> and the head, all the headlines said was the double deuce back in business. Now... You're probably saying the double deuce. What's well, the You double talking deuce. about Roadhouse? Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yes. MGM ramps up Roadhouse reboot with Jake
0: nope. Gyllenhaal. Stop. No, stop. You just said they're gonna remake Roadhouse.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No. I agree. 100 percent No. No, you can't do that.
0: No, not you just can't. no. Fuck
1: no. You can't do it.
0: Oh hell no. It, it,
1: it can't be done. No. It Capital can't. letters.
0: No no
1: the man's not here no more
0: you cannot you remake can't. roadhouse
1: and sam ellie it's too old
0: Just I mean, first of all he's still sexy as hell
1: <laughs> according to your mama
0: <laughs> according to every woman alive second of all just no
1: i agree you can't
0: do roadhouse first of all you can't do roadhouse without patrick swayze second of all jake freaking Yeah. as much as i love jake love you jake it's just you don't have you don't have the stones.
1: Sorry, man, can't bring your broke back, freaking uh, mountain, freaking. Uh...
0: It's just not the right move. It's he's not even he doesn't even.
1: <sighs> no, he does not say he can't. He does not scream. No roadhouse to me. No, not not at all. No. So on that one, I'm going to take this shot. Please do to drink my sorrows away <laughs> in memory. Tell everybody what
0: you're sipping on,
1: Patrick Swayze.
0: Yes. Pour I, I, one out for our homie Patrick yeah, Swayze. There a, you go. I'll drink to that too. A peanut
1: butter jelly shot.
0: Yes, a little peanut screwball and a Chambord. Time. Peanut butter jelly. Time. Bottoms up. Hell to the no. Roadhouse.
1: Oh, it's hell to the <laughs> no. MGM.
0: You can't do it. Who else is supposedly in this movie?
1: Um, it's it's in the. I'm gonna riot. It it's it's in the it's in the early stages. So it's not a go. No, it's. It's MGM opening the doors again to, to possibly, no, you know, do this, and I'm All sitting right. here going, I'm
0: gonna need to know where the change.org petition is to sign because this can't happen.
1: I mean, we can go on and do change.org. I'll do it. I mean, just saying, <laughs>
0: this can't happen. Certainly not with Jake Gyllenhaal.
1: It's a straight remake or a modern take on the material.
0: Stop it. Okay, I just have I just have a couple of examples of why this will not work. And
1: it's also unknown if Hall will be playing the role of Dalton or Stop. play a completely new character in that world. No. It's like, no, you're, if it's going to be named Roadhouse, we know what it's going to be. It's going to be the double deuce. There's going to be a, a, a but sexy I guess, lead. I guess There's, what it is, is,
0: is it a reboot of the original or is it a continuation? Is it a sequel?
1: It can't be no sequel.
0: Here's the thing. I've got a several examples of why we this is not going to work. Okay? Number one, Grease 2. Number two, La Bamba. Not La Bamba. What am I thinking of? The dance movie. The freaking dance movie. Footloose. No. Right? Footloose. The second Footloose? Awful.
1: Uh, uh, dirty Dancing.
0: Dirty Dancing. That's no. what I was trying to figure out. Dirty Dancing. No. I don't care how cute Julianne Huff is. No. No. It can't. It's just you. No. Hell, they just made they just remade
1: freaking Home Alone. Yeah, and again, a a new a a new wannabe Kevin McAllister. No, stop
0: it. Can't do it. Are there no original ideas left in Hollywood? Is that what we're hearing?
1: I mean, like, what's up with these writers?
0: Like, we got nothing left. What? Let's flip back through the rolodex. Oh, Roadhouse was a good movie. Let's do that one again. Listen, it took Jake Gyllenhaal available. It took him (laughs) forty
1: years to make a damn another Top Gun, and it still ain't been released yet.
0: It hasn't been released yet, but at least it's a continuation of the story. And not, Somewhat. I am so looking forward to Top Gun. And there's a reason why, obviously, because Tom Cruise is in it, right? I, if, if any more Maverick in my life, I think we all do. this and But then we also age, get to
1: know who Penny Benjamin is too.
0: Right. We get to find <laughs> out about the Admiral's daughter. Yes. Yes. Which I'm very excited about. However, I have some issue with that because it sounds to me like they pulled the Penny Benjamin character in only because they didn't want Charlie back. And according to the actress who played Charlie, I'm her name Kelly McGillis. Kelly McGillis. According to Kelly McGillis on Twitter, she said the only reason they didn't call her is because she's gotten chubby. Well, which that's if she, that's true, then that's some
1: bullshit. That's what she says.
0: It is what she says. That's but what she says. But
1: we don't know. That's her truth,
0: man. And I, but but so no Roadhouse
1: no. Oh, definitely Roadhouse no.
0: All right, my turn.
1: <laughs> okay. That was um, a, that
0: was it. No, but I'm just uh, this 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 makes me angry. I would, have to, I would venture to say this one pisses me off. Oh, I'm done. Tossed it. Tossed it, it on the floor. All right. So I found this. This was interesting. In fact, I actually um, I stole this from a radio guy who I love and admire uh, greatly, Rick Rumble.
1: Oh, yeah. You know okay. Rick yeah. down in
0: Virginia Beach. Uh, he was talking about this list that supposedly is a list of what everyone supposedly hates. Right? And uh, I, a I'm couple re- of these, I was like, <laughs> he's right.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. He right? Is.
0: So the the full story here is can hatred ever unite people? Sure it can. When you when you both hate something, like you get passionate about. Look, we just got very passionate about the fact that Roadhouse cannot be remade and it cannot be remade with Jake Gyllenhaal.
1: I mean, Roadhouse is a national icon it's of the movie. It's
0: Roadhouse. I thought you'd be bigger.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, 10 things that are universally hated by everyone on earth, supposedly. Let's start at number 10. Couples who argue in front of their friends—there's no way for that to not be awkward.
1: It it does make it uncomfortable sometimes.
0: So uncomfortable, especially if you try to pick sides. Uh, yeah. <laughs> slow internet.
1: I deal with that at work. So
0: even if it slow down slows down for a minute, though, we're like enraged these days. Uh, and I'm very spoiled. We have qu- we have fast internet at the house, so when it slows down or goes down at work, I get. I get angry.
1: I'm used to it at work, just because it's what we use. It's it's yeah. The, it's you got the, that military grade it's internet, It's the Navy intranet. So <laughs> just saying, if y'all know, y'all are in the military or if you can work for the military, you know what I'm talking
0: about. Yeah, exactly. Number eight on the list of things everyone supposedly hates: drivers who don't use turn signals. That does drive me nuts.
1: It's Ford drivers mostly,
0: <laughs> or Mercedes drivers. I've noticed. Yeah. For everyone's safety, folks, not just yours, learn the blinker system.
1: It's in every damn car. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Some cars, I wonder. I'm like, did they just not make those They You that use year? your
1: left index finger uh-huh, to either go uh-huh. up or down. Exactly. It's simple.
0: Left or right. Come on, folks. Number seven on the list of things everyone supposedly hates is close talkers.
1: Listen, unless you're kissing me, get the fuck away from
0: me. <laughs> I don't like it either. I don't, you know, you don't, don't get into my bubble. You yeah. know, I have a personal bubble, my space. This is, this is my space. Yeah. Don't come into it. And again, unless you're kissing me. So you get a pass. That's it. (laughs) People who clip their nails in public. Yeah. I used to work with a woman. We used to sit in like a cubicle farm, right? Uh And I was on one end and she was on the other. And every day, not every day, I shouldn't say every day, but every time she felt like it, I would hear, I'd just be typing away in my cubicle and I would hear the nail clipper. And I was like, what the fuck is she doing back there? In her cubicle, clipping her nails. And one day, I was sent back to her cubicle to find something, and I opened the drawer, you know, just the the little drawer, and there was fingernails. Just snipped fingernails everywhere. That's fucking
1: gross. So I'm going to be that guy that one-ups you on this one. Oh, please do. I had a guy that I worked for that literally took his socks and shoes off.
0: Oh, no, he did not.
1: And did his toes in there with the five of us that sit.
0: I'm really trying hard not to vomit. I'm right just now. saying.
1: So like and I don't want to be that guy that does the whole one upper thing. No. But
0: that one I'm glad you did that because I got one better. <laughs>
2: oh, please. I can
0: one up you. Yes. Yes. Back in the day. Oh shit. Way back in the day when back I was in the radio day when in. I was
1: young. I'm not a kid anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no,
0: no. Seriously, I was young and I went <laughs> anyway. Um, it was I was doing radio in North Dakota. Right. Okay. And it was this was back in the day where you were allowed to do crazy shit. Sure. Right? Live on the radio. So we had an abandoned Hardee's parking lot where we would gather sometimes to do radio stunts for the morning show. And the Black Eyed Peas were coming to town.
1: Oh, I love me some Black Eyed Peas.
0: We had tickets in the suite for the Black Eyed Peas, right? So we were giving it away and it was basically like, what would you do to get in the suite? Okay. Okay. And we had people come out and do all kinds of crazy things. We had our girl like paint our uh, logo on her very pregnant belly. We had a couple of girls put night crawlers into a hot dish and eat them in front of us. That was gross. We had a girl shave her head into a mohawk. But we had a dude come out, sit down on the street corner, take off his socks and shoes, snip his toenails off, and then
1: eat them. Oh, no.
0: He ate them in front of us. And I legit baby barfed.
1: Oh, live Ugh. on the radio. Ugh. Do I win? You win. <laughs> I don't have another. I don't have another one.
0: <laughs> All right. Back to the list. Yes. And we are at number five on the list of things everyone supposedly hates talking during the movies. Damn right. It is surprising how many people still do that. Still
1: do it. Mm-hmm. It's like shut your pie trap. And
0: especially if I haven't seen the movie. You know, if I've exactly. seen the movie and we're having a conversation during it, that's one thing. Yeah. But if we're at the movie theater
1: or unless it's one of my favorite movies, still don't talk.
0: Seriously. Seriously. Just Agreed. saying. Days Don't of, talk. Days of Thunder. Oh yeah. Don't for talk. Real. Don't talk. Cole. Cole's <laughs> gonna say something. All right. Number four is I think a particularly uh, common one. M- common one among women, being told to calm down. We hate that shit because it almost always has the opposite effect.
1: It depends on on, on the situation for men too. Because if I get told I'm getting calm down and I'm trying to get my point across, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you shut the fuck up and I am calm.
0: Right. And you're always calm. Just Even saying. in an argument, you have a very calm way of arguing with, pe- um, with, with strangers. Maybe not so much with me, but with <laughs> strangers. <laughs> All right. Number three on the list of things everyone supposedly hates is group texts with too many people.
1: Sometimes it can get out of control. It
0: can. I have a lot of group texts, threads in my phone. And um, I'm in the girls' group chat. I've got the work group chat. I got the family group chat. I got the my, my kids' group chat. We've got our family group chat. Yeah. I mean, it's all. But yeah, when I think it's the work group chat that gets the most annoying because everybody seems to need to like react to every text. You know, so you have to put the little heart or <laughs> the, the heart, little the little <laughs> haha. Emoji.
1: Exclamation, thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, right, and oh, when yeah. you
0: have a group text that's mixed, you yep, know, people yep. some people have Androids and some people have iPhones. Then it like repeats the text over and over again. Oh, my God. So annoying.
1: This person liked blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah. And especially annoying when it comes in late at night. (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's why my phone
1: stays on vibrate.
0: Yeah. 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 All right. Number two on the list of things everyone supposedly hates, slow walkers. When you're behind somebody that's walking slow.
1: Nope. I don't give a shit.
0: You don't care about that? Nope. That's a lie. Because you hate it, especially at the grocery store, when someone's in the middle of the aisle. Hold on. Walking slow. That's
1: different, though. You're in the middle of the freaking aisle, and it's (laughs) just like a damn roadway. You have a left side and a right side. Get out of the way! It's called shopping cart etiquette. Yes. Like, you, you treat a cart like it's a damn car. <laughs> one side or the other, damn it. <laughs>
0: they need to put blinkers on those, too.
1: They need to put strips down, the stripes down the and damn aisleways.
0: And I need
1: a horn ways. on my. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the reason why I say it doesn't uh-huh. mind to me, because look, at we were just downtown what this past weekend. Yeah. And we were walking slow, and people were right up on us. Yeah, that's and true. And I said, and babe, we... move over. And you let know, them We pass. stop and let them pass. Mm-hmm. The, the one thing I hate, I wish it was on there, People that walk up on you and decide that they're gonna stay behind you and have a loud ass conversation. Oh my god, that drives Listen, me nuts. I don't care what size jockey briefs you're wearing. <laughs> I don't care you took Bambi out to this dinner. Yeah. Don't give a shit. <laughs> Jump walk back. around Jack, me.
0: Go around me.
1: Get a couple feet back behind me and have your conversation. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Get
0: bounce. Yeah. Bounce. <laughs> All right. And now we're finally down to the number one thing on the list of things everyone supposedly hates. Oh, God, please stop. That's what it is, folks. It's loud chewing. Everyone hates it. But if it makes you angry, you may have a condition called misophonia. That's an actual thing. And I think I have it because when I was a teenager, when I was a teenager, I lived with my father, my stepmother and her son, And when I was in high school and they had a very, my stepmother had a very specific rule not to speak during dinner or we weren't, I'm sorry, we could talk, but we couldn't have music playing. Right. So it was legit. It was like a very silent room. We're all eating and all you could hear was the sound of everyone chewing. And so to this day, loud chewing bugs the shit out of me. And it's also, it's what one thing I find interesting about people who chew or eat with their mouth open it's usually people who are very wealthy. You ever notice that? Like you can get the bougiest person, man or woman, in the room. You sit them down to dinner and it's
1: I don't know. I've oh. we've got friends that are in our status that they will sit there and then you hear them eat and you're just like, oh, my oh, God, yeah. come on, man.
0: Just, you know, I was taught and I guess maybe well, my mother was big on manners. My mother was always big on manners. And I was taught you keep your mouth closed when you have food in it. You don't talk with your mouth full. You don't eat with your mouth open. My mother was very strict on that. And then my father was also very strict on that. So when I moved in with him as a teenager, same thing. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Keep your mouth closed while you're eating. Don't talk with your mouth open. Don't eat with your mouth open. I think my mama don't always talk said, with your mouth full. My yeah. mama,
1: always said mama always said that I wasn't born in a barn. Yeah. And I'm not a cow grazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cows chewing cud.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same so, thing.
0: Yeah. So there you go, folks. The list, the top ten things everyone supposedly hates on say
1: what? I mean, that's a good, that's a great ten.
0: You know what I just realized we're missing? You didn't print out the VIP's roll call, sir. Oh,
1: oh whoopsie. <laughs> whoopsie.
0: That's all right. I got it from last time. Oh, well. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. We still have one segment to do before we get to that. Anyway, it is time for couples Did I therapy. Did miss something? Hmm? No, couples therapy. Okay. Time for couples therapy. And uh, we're going to talk about our dogs.
1: And how you spoil them.
0: Ah, uh, me?
1: Oh. Yeah, I want to see you turn this on me.
0: All right. Well, the couple therapy topic is that our dogs are getting more and more spoiled every year. And I've seen several examples recently. Uh-huh. One of them being the fact that these bougie bitches <laughs> will not go for a walk.
1: <laughs>
0: Your sister, bless her soul, yes. has been trying daily to get these girls up and out of the house to go for a walk. Today, she tried it. And Kona, our little one, our little rescue, made it to the end of the driveway and then sat down and refused to go any further. Yeah. So your sister, like again, bless her soul, came in and got the other dog. And thinking that if she brought both of them, maybe they'd walk because they were both there. They would walk together. Yeah. She got, what, three houses down (laughs)
1: Uh, I think she got I think, I think like she, three or four houses down. Three or
0: four houses down. And then the big one turned around and was like, hey, I'm done.
1: Eh, nope, I'm done.
0: <laughs> they are sleeping soundly next to us on the couch in our studio. Yeah, they are. The most spoiled dogs
1: ever. They are.
0: The other example.
1: <laughs> I can't wait for this one. Please tell me.
0: So every morning I make my husband lunch.
1: Oh, you're going to tell on yourself. I am going
0: to tell on myself.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: <laughs> every morning I make my husband lunch, and it never fails. If I am making him a sandwich, the sandwich usually consists of cheese and meat. Okay? Now, here's the thing. I make my husband a salad every single day, and I will cut up veggies and spinach and all this stuff, and I will put them and the dog's nowhere to be found.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: but they know the sound. Of the lunch meat and the cheese packages.
1: Uh, why is it and that pfft, they know the sound of that?
0: It, I don't even have to open them. I just uh, have to go get them nope. out of the refrigerator, and as soon as I get them out of there, it's like miraculously they're both. There's one on either side of me. Like, where did you guys come from?
1: So, counselor, why <laughs> is it do they that they know of the sound of I, the cheese I, and the I, meat? I, I, pfft.
0: I don't know. I I just Oh, did the
1: pieces just, you know, fall out on the ground by themselves? No, and...
0: I, I have an allotment for the dogs because oh, yeah. what I do with your sandwich is, you know, two pieces of bread and then I pull out one piece of cheese and then I pull out a second piece of cheese, I tear it in half, and I give it to the dogs. Uh-huh. And then I pull out, you know, a little bit of ham and then, you know, one piece of ham and I tear it in half and I give it to the dogs. Uh-huh. A little turkey and I Pull out an extra piece of turkey and then you tear it in half and then give it to the dogs. I don't see a problem with that. So you're,
1: t- you're telling on yourself. So <laughs> that's fine.
0: I mean, I am the first one to admit that, um, yeah, I spoil animals.
1: So like, I will tell you, before we got married, mm-hmm. before we even started dating, mm-hmm. my girl mm-hmm. didn't get human food. Oh, besides, that is Hold on. Besides me and her love Cheetos.
0: Mm -hmm. Cheetos, Doritos, the cold beer every once in a while. Yeah, but I didn't give her... Oh, yeah, but I didn't give her... No, 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 no. I didn't uh, give her
1: lunch meat. I didn't give her steak. I didn't give her... No, 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 no. All right. So
0: I will say that he's right because when I moved in, the most just like it was a travesty because, first of all, the treats were up on top of the cupboards. I couldn't even reach them. And second of all, the treats were so fucking old that when I opened the container, I was like, these are really, really stale and old. They smelled like an old cardboard box, these old milk bones. That this poor dog, look at this beautiful, majestic creature. Yeah. Was not being she wasn't it's like she why did you even have the treats if you didn't give them to her? Now the girls have chicken meatballs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> chicken jerky. Yep. Little chicken bites. Uh-huh. You love chicken.
1: They love chicken.
0: They get a piece of cheese on their Breakfast and dinner.
1: Yeah, religiously.
0: Kona has a special diet.
1: They won't eat it now unless Co- the cheese is on top, which they didn't get tonight.
0: Um, Kona has a special diet because my baby has seizures. And so we are trying and she, the seizures a lot of times are brought on when she doesn't eat. Uh-huh. And she will refuse to eat dry food. So we got her on the farmer's dog. Yeah. Which, by the way, I highly recommend if you highly. have a if you have a dog that's either a pick, picky eater, or has allergies, or has any kind of condition that uh, requires maybe you think about a different kind of food. The Farmer's Dog. It's a little expensive, but it's worth it. It's because fresh food. It's it's legit fresh food. It's, it's fresh. fresh chicken. It's yeah. fresh broccoli. It's fresh lentils. It's fresh everything. And it is it is pre packaged in a calorie, you know, by calorie. So if I you go and you tell them what your dog is like, you know, if it's a well, Kona's little round. So, but she's, I think she's lost some weight.
1: She's lost some weight for sure. So, they
0: put her on a particular number of calories, and that's what she eats every day. Yeah. And so, I, and she really likes it.
1: She's got her moments. She'll she'll turn her nose up at it every once in a while. Every
0: once in a while. But yeah, she's, uh, I I don't see a problem with it. So, our dogs are getting more and more spoiled by the year, and I don't have any regrets. Because of you? No shame. It's fine. Judge me.
1: I mean, I don't know what we're supposed to work out here because uh, I'm in a losing battle on this one.
0: Yeah, well, you're not going to win on that one. I know. They're my babies. (laughs)
1: Look at them. So how is this therapy?
0: It's therapeutic for me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because I feel like people can relate to that. And I did the same thing with my cats. I loved my cats. But honestly, I shouldn't say I did the same thing with my cats because I didn't really have a lot of treats going on for them and they didn't eat table food. For whatever reason, dogs are more... I think apt to eat table scraps.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, they're scavengers. Oh, yeah,
0: hardcore scavengers, and cats are too. But it's more cats are more a little more discerning taste. You know, they're they're like if you o- open a tuna can, they come running. Yeah. Otherwise, they don't really give a shit. You so know what I mean? I'm gonna paint this picture, please.
1: So I'm in the kitchen. Yep. Making a, a little wrap.
0: Oh, this afternoon for lunch. Yes.
1: Uh-huh. All right. I go to pull out my my tortilla tortilla. <laughs> yeah. I go to put my turkey on it, go to put my cheese. Right. I look down and at my feet, and I have the little one staring up at looking you. Looking up at me with, with the tip those, of her tail wagging, going.
0: Pretty chocolate brown eyes just, just damn, blinking please, uh, at you.
1: Please, uh, Can I, can and I, can I have And then she looks at that? me like,
0: Mom, tell Daddy's got to give me some. There's ham up there. I can smell it.
1: Yeah, and I just look at her going. Mm. I try to give her a Cheeto. Legit, I try to give her a Cheeto. She doesn't like she Cheetos. boops it with her nose. Mm-hmm and turns her nose up in the air at it. There's not
0: really a a chip that she enjoys that much. No. Yeah. No. So Kona's not really into the snack foods, but she loves her some cheese and meat. Oh. And yeah. apparently hard liquor because she <laughs> 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 Randy was making his peanut butter and jelly shots before we came down here and the jigger had uh Chambord in it. Yeah. And he held it down for Kona and she she, l- she licked, licked it. it up. She loved it. It was just a tiny little bit. So please don't don't freak out. We're not abusing our dogs. Yeah, we're, don't we're, turn me in the PETA. Right. We're, we're they're they're very well cared for. They're very, very, very <laughs> loved. Very spoiled. And they're spoiled. And I'm okay with it. Our spoiled dogs are getting more spoiled every year.
1: Yes. Yes, they are. I have
0: no problem with it whatsoever because we don't deserve dogs and they're not around long enough.
1: We definitely don't deserve dogs.
0: Nope. All right. And that's coming from a cat person.
1: But you love our dog. I love my
0: babies. They're the sweetest little doggies. Yeah. Kimmy, uh, Kimmy jumped up in my chair with me. Was it last night? Yes. Yeah, and my husband got very jealous. But she likes me. Yeah. Kimmy's the first dog. Listen, I I've always I've grown up with cats. Kimmy's the first dog that ever loved me. So if you think that I am not going to give her everything she wants. You got another thing coming.
1: Kimmy loves everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kimmy is my girl. All right, it's time for our VIPs roll call. You ready?
1: Uh, uh sure.
0: You re- you just want me to do the whole thing?
1: I mean, I don't have the sheet here, cause I'll I-
0: do it and you just chime in. Sure. All right. Our VIPs are very important podcast sponsors. You can become one by logging on to wordsandmusicpodcast.com, clicking on the sponsors link, and scrolling down to the bottom. Listen, the all form. we need
1: is your information. Is submit that credit card number. We, would we love, Damn, you ain't going to be a sponsor. No,
0: we would love to talk about your business <laughs> on the air. Hell, we would love to talk about you on the air. If you're just a listener that thinks we're cool for whatever reason, you we would love to us. shout you out.
1: We, we would Absolutely.
0: Absolutely love to shout you out on our VIPs roll call. Here they are, a fabulous VIP. Healthy Beginnings, Wellness and Aesthetics, keeping you skinny, sexy, strong, and satisfied in 2021. Visit HealthybeginningsWellness.com.
1: And Julie and the girls take care of such us. Such good care of us. Such good care. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I we'll go back. We'll go back a few years. Please do. So I was on hormone replacement therapies, getting the correct uh, because you found out your testosterone, testosterone levels were low. And you know, they were pumping these, you know, uh, these little pellets in my in my rear end, you know, my butt cheeks. Yeah. And it was, you know, it wasn't, it was a, it wasn't the synthetic stuff. Bioidentical, bio-identical hormone identical. replacement yeah. therapy.
0: It's all natural. It's a sweet potato
1: basically it, it, is what they were.
0: Sweet know. potatoes and, and um, like fat basically. Yeah, like exactly. But well, the the good thing, the advantage to doing that as opposed to a synthetic hormone replacement is your body continues to produce the hormone on its own. Yes. You go synthetic, your body stops, stops producing. producing.
1: it. Right. So I had my heart attack
0: in uh, 2019 yep
1: and the first question Julie asked was one is he okay two was it me
0: <laughs> no, no 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 so here's the thing when you <laughs> I mean- when you are um, when you go into a program for bioidentical hormone replacement therapy certain things happen to your body and one of those is your your uh, hemoglobins start to rise and your blood thickens you're getting too so, much into it i know i know but you kind of glossed over it and i don't want people to think I'm that hormone replacement it. therapy will cause a heart attack it, because it no, certainly no, no, won't it,
1: it wasn't the cause of it, it you know right the, i was just saying <clears throat> yeah she was one of the first ones she
0: was the first one in my text messages you no know, that was is like, he okay is he
1: okay that's where i was getting at yeah you know, she like, she
0: really 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 took good care of you during that time and yeah And, um, but, but seriously, in all seriousness, if you're thinking about bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, just follow their instructions. Absolutely. Follow everything they tell you to do. And when they tell you that you have to go give blood every 30 days, go give blood every 30 days, especially if you have any kind of heart disease in your family, because that is the mistake my husband made.
1: It was a contributing (laughs) factor. Yeah. But it was not the...
0: So follow the instructions. It was a
1: point zero one percent factor. Right.
0: Anyway, our VIP's roll call continues. Oh, by the way, try the red light therapy. Seriously. I swear by it. And we're going again tomorrow morning. So red light therapy at Healthy Beginnings Wellness and Aesthetics. Go to HealthyBeginningsWellness.com. Our second VIP on the roll call is Nine Hammers LLC, your local experts in roofing, siding, windows, doors, gutters, decks, heating, and air conditioning. Visit Nine Hammers .com and also look for us on all your streaming services. We've got really cool commercials running right now. Yeah. On all of our streaming services. So you want to build a deck? I think we need to build a deck.
1: We, we need a new deck.
0: Yeah, I would love to have one of those really nice Trex decks.
1: Anybody want to sponsor me for a deck? Oh, my
0: gosh. So <laughs> our guys, seriously, though. I mean, obviously, if, you, if you've been following me for any um, length of time, you know that I work for Nine Hammers LLC. That's my full-time job. Yeah. That's my day job. And I watch these guys work their asses off building these beautiful decks. And our deck division is incredible. It's two young oh, guys are. that are in charge of it. And they are brilliant. The deck masterminds, if you will. Sure. And yeah. uh, whatever you dream up. They can do it. They can do it. They They've got can some do beautiful it. work. Yeah. And as we head into the winter season, by the way, if your heating and air conditioning is not running white, yes. right? Seriously. We've got 35 years of heating and air conditioning experience under our belt at Ninehammers. So give us a call or visit ninehammers.com. Also, on the VIPs roll call, very important podcast sponsors. <laughs> our one of our favorite human beings in life. Samantha Frito over at Cowboy Jacks. Sam. Cowboy Jacks Fredericksburg has the best happy hour in town, 3 to 7 p.m., seven days a week, Plank Road, Fredericksburg. Follow Cowboy Jacks on Facebook for specials and events. They've got lots going on, and their staff is incredible.
1: Oh, absolutely. Have you ever had bad
0: service at Cowboy Jacks? I have never had bad service. I there. can
1: honestly say I've never had bad service
0: there. They're fantastic. No matter what it is that we were doing over there, whether we were doing an event and the place was packed to the gills yeah. or whether it was just a random afternoon, you wander in there for lunch. We've had brunch there. We've had the burgers. Uh, oh, the burgers. brunch was amazing. Oh, remember the brunch? God, oh, that was gosh. So good. It
1: was so good. Are they still doing it? I don't know. We that was look- pre-pandemic. So. it was.
0: Um, but seriously, Cowboy Jacks, Fredericksburg, give them some love.
1: And we were there, what, the first weekend they were doing it?
0: Something like that, first or second weekend. And it was it was kind of a new thing. And it was so, so yeah. good.
1: Yeah, it was so good.
0: I'd have to look. So please, folks, don't like take what we say um, as, as gospel. Go look for yourself. Go follow Cowboy Jacks on Facebook for all of their specials and events. And find oh, out yeah. if they're still doing brunch. Because if they're still doing brunch, we'll join
1: you. <laughs> you need to look it up. <laughs>
0: for real. <laughs> for real. All right, where are we at? Um, what comes after couples therapy oh yeah what the fork what the fork we tried a new place now so um everybody knows that so from episode one it just to really quickly recap i've been dealing with since i had covid i've been dealing with a condition called perosmia, which is distorted smell and taste yep. and i'm still kind of dealing with now i had a uh, covid back in january early february of 2021 so here we are November 2021 so we're about like 11 freaking months away from when I had covid so but the good news is things are improving yes they are thank god because yes, one of the thank things, you one of the, yeah he's tired of me bitching about it but one of the things that i miss the most is wine i miss
1: my garlic
0: uh, I miss my garlic too I miss my garlic my onions but I really miss my wine and i could because there was especially in the fall I love going to wineries I love you know, tasting new wines and all this kind of stuff. And I just haven't been able to do it because wine tastes like straight nail polish remover. (laughs) It's not cool. (laughs) However, comma, there is a honey wine that you might know as Mead, mead, which there is a new place in town called Haley's Honey Meadery. And it's on Princess Anne Street. Yes. Downtown Fredericksburg, right across from where like, um, the new Sprally Building is Red Dragon Brewery. Yes, uh, yes. Happy, be- ha- what is it called? Happy endings. Happy endings. It's right on that stretch. And what did it used to be? You it's told the me The old
1: Pure Gas Station
0: used to be a gas station. Yeah, they have done it up so cool. So Haley's Honey Meadery is actually a place out of town. It the- is the actual metery is located. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Is it Haymarket?
1: No, it's uh.
0: I'm drawing a total freaking blank. But anyway. It's where a-
1: Denny Hamlin's from. God. Chesterfield. Chesterfield.
0: Thank you. Chesterfield, Virginia is where the, it's like the home of Haley's Honey Meadery. So they have brought it into town and they have set it up and it's kind of cool. It's like a two story plus outside. Um, it's like a restaurant. Plus you can do mead tastings. Yep. They also had um, ciders. They did. They had a few bottles of wine from I believe a Hampton Roads winery.
1: At least one of them was from Hampton Roads. I don't know about the I other I want to say there was
0: like 3 or 4 from Hampton Roads and then a couple others. Um but was there anything else besides was there there wasn't beer, right? It was just No beer. Okay, but the mead. Let's just go with that because we did. We did two don't flights. Don't
1: forget the charcuterie tray. Oh,
0: I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm okay. getting there. But we we did the a couple of mead flights. We did. And there was some delicious mead.
1: Oh my gosh. So delicious.
0: There was one that was uh, maple. It was like a maple peach. Maple peach, oh, yeah. Oh god, it was so It good. was delicious
1: and it doesn't sound like
0: it would go together. No, it was called I think it was called Elvis's approval or something like something that. Like that yeah. It was delicious and they had um obviously I had to try the raspberry beret cuz I mean a girl from Minneapolis doesn't doesn't get the one that references Prince. Duh, of course she does. Duh. So it was delicious. You had a couple of ciders on yours too, right? Like there was a mango.
1: There was like a pink uh it, it was a mango pink lemonade. Mango
0: lemonade, yeah.
1: Something like that uh, that I tried and It was so good that I started having a full glass of that. You ordered a full glass. Uh, You were like,
0: I'll take one of these, please. And then we had the charcuterie tray, which was enormous. One and two, delicious. Yes. Lots of really cool stuff on there. Um, All kinds of meats and cheeses and fruits and these uh, chocolates that were actually, they looked like solid chocolate. Yeah. I took a bite out of it. It was actually ended up being like a cake in the middle. Yeah. Which had like a filling in it. It was almost like a date. Oh, it was so delicious. The
1: blueberries with honey on them was delicious. <sighs> oh, yeah.
0: And they were on brie cheese. Oh, so yes. good. Yes. So, so good. And then I had, I had by myself, because my husband is not a fan
1: <laughs> no. of the Brussels
0: sprouts, <laughs> but I highly recommend you try the Brussels. If you are a Brussels sprout fan, these will wow you because they had like roasted pumpkin seeds and a balsamic you. drizzle. Oh, my God. They were so good. They were absolutely. Delicious. And it was a really cool vibe at the place. Like, the the servers knew a lot about the mead. Yeah. They, the owner came out and chatted with us for a little bit. Yep. It was a really, really cool. It was a cool It was a cool, it was cool vibe. And yeah. you can actually get a mead horn. Like, you can get a drinking horn.
1: You just get a drinking horn, you know, put meat in it. Yeah. I mean, right. But you
0: can get it and take it home and then you take it back and, and get refills. Yeah. Yeah. It's about You had growlers and there was all kinds of options.
1: Yeah. They had a, a large and a small, you mm-hmm. know, depending on the price, 50, 30, yeah. you know, 30 yeah. bucks, 50 bucks. And then but you could like, take it home. Take it home, do whatever you want and bring it back. And it's like $7 to fill it. Yeah. So it's yeah. about the size, you know, you, it's about the size of a pint glass. Right. Or the cost of a pint glass. Mm -hmm. But if you get the large, it's so much more worth it. So,
0: (laughs) Haley's Honey Meadery. And something else cool, they're doing live music and karaoke. Yeah, they are. With local musicians. So, they are supporting local musicians. They are bringing great food that nobody else is doing downtown is the mead. You know what I mean? Like, that's it's cool. And you can have a full meal there. They had soups, they had sandwiches, and
1: a turkey burger.
0: They had a burger. Yeah, on and the it menu. It sounded
1: delicious, but we just didn't get the full. You know,
0: yeah, we were there at like three o'clock in the afternoon. So it was like yeah. a weird time of day. So we just had like the charcuterie and the the Brussels sprouts and some mead. And um and that was it. And it was so good though. Yeah. Highly recommend. Ten out of ten. Delicious. I have a suggestion too from a listener. Uh oh. For our what the fork. Yeah. We have been assigned. Oh yes. We've been assigned. We've we've been it's been suggested to us to try the fry box from Fire Escape Food Truck.
1: Oh, listen, you better have that defibrillator ready for me.
0: <laughs> that thing looks dangerous. So if you have not seen this yet on social media, first of all, you should be fi- you should be following Fire Escape Food Truck. Jose and Tanya, amazing people,
1: absolutely
0: incredible people. They used to own Don Mancho's. Yep. They own the DC Grill, and um, they're just doing amazing things with the Fire Escape Food Truck. Where they're doing gourmet burgers and fries, and then they're giving some of the proceeds to firehouses around the yes. area, which is just cool. Anytime you give back to the community, you are right there on my list oh, of Oh, I'm going to awesome. support you 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. And two of the me- most amazing people in town.
1: Oh, absolutely. Jose and Tanya, they're, they're, they're just amazing. They are amazing. amazing. folks.
0: Yep. And they are building a new restaurant they are about to open a brick and mortar restaurant yes out in Spotsy courthouse and i will
1: be there to support them
0: yes and they are getting um they are collaborating with cider lab to bring yes. hard ciders yep. to their burgers and fries which pfft, is there a better combo
1: Jose, I keep checking my mailbox for that uh, invite, buddy. <laughs> Soft <laughs> so, opening, so something. Good.
0: Yeah, but our our friend Sarah who listens and she makes a great pumpkin pie that she will share with my husband this Thanksgiving. We don't need it. <laughs> well, we don't need it this weekend, but you'll need it in a couple weeks. Anyway, Sarah's suggestion is to try the fire or the fry box from Fire Escape Food Truck, and she actually sent me a picture. I have to go back into my. Oh, I've messenger. seen it though
1: on their Facebook. I've seen
0: it too, but this is the one that they actually ordered, and I actually I just need to real quick go back through my Facebook messages to the conversation we were having. Okay, here we go. She sent a picture of it. She said the next thing you need to try for what the fork is the fry box from Fire Escape Food Truck. O M G. Okay.
1: She literally said O M G.
0: Yep. She said, "Girl, the three of us never left the island we pigged out. It was our dinner." <laughs> so, that's all they, they had the it, and it literally looks like it's like the size of a pizza box. Yep. And it's just filled with french fries. Yes. Right? And then it's kind of quartered. Yeah. Like cut in four, but each each quarter of this box has a different sauce or topping on it. So she said they got buffalo ranch, truffle oil with fresh parmesan cheese, with bacon and something called the loco. Okay. And this is what she said. She said the loco is incredible. She said ketchup, mayo, chipotle, aioli, and parmesan. And Tanya says you can make a full size box of just loco if you want.
1: Yeah. I mean, it almost sounds like the loco moco from Hawaii, so does it really? Almost. Loco so, moco is like a chili on fries. Okay. But it's almost it's close to it.
0: Okay. Well, ketchup, mayo, chipotle, aioli, and parmesan. It all looks delicious. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. Listen, you don't have to tell the Irish girl to eat some french fries.
1: (laughs) That is facts, folks. (laughs) Let me tell you this woman in french fries,
0: potatoes. potatoes Just in in general. I could eat potatoes every meal.
1: She could eat them every meal, fixed a different way every meal. It's true. Let's see. She could have. I could scallop, probably find a way to have she potatoes have for mash, dessert. She could have more gratin. Oh my god! she could have fries, she could mm-hmm. tots. She could have it hash browns. I mean, yeah.
0: it doesn't matter what it is if it's a. It's if it's potato. I'm eating it. She's wanting it. Yeah. Potato so
1: encrusted sitting... cod. Oh I yeah.
0: Mean, yeah. Totally. I'm potato down. chips. So down. Yep. Yep. Potato so, soup. The fry box from Fire Escape Food Truck. Ooh, it's on our list, Sarah. We are going to do this.
1: We'll come find you, Jose.
0: And we're going to report back. On a future episode, uh, What the Fork will be all about. The fry box from Fire Escape Food Truck, I promise you. Yes. All right.
1: It's happening. It's happening. It's going to
0: happen. You have our word on it. It's time for the red and blue download.
1: Yes, it is. You're first. So I'm first. So I don't know if everyone's caught up or whatnot, but Yellowstone is on.
0: Yes, it's back. Finally. What did we wait? Like 17 years? I
1: felt like it. So... (laughs) They released a prequel mm-hmm. called 1883
0: starring starring
1: Sam Elliott and oh, Tim and Faith. Tim and Faith. <laughs> Tim McGraw,
0: Faith Hill, Sam Elliott. And it is the prequel to Yellowstone. It tells you the story of the original Dutton, Dutton family, family and yep. how they settled in Montana and came to own the Yellowstone Ranch.
1: Yes. So with However, that. However,
0: you can only watch it on.
1: Paramount Plus, so I gotta download another damn app and <laughs> pay for it.
0: We know how much Randy loves that.
1: I'm, I'm streaming service. I'm about this close, this close. If you can see my fingers, I'm like, you uh-huh. know, this close. I'm just gonna cut the cord, cut the cable cord, and just and keep just, the streaming. Keep the streamings. I mean,
0: uh, so there's another reason though that we need to download Paramount Plus. No,
1: there's only one reason that we need to download Paramount <laughs> Plus, and that is for the 1883 show. That's the only reason That's why. Not the only I reason. I Am going to download and pay for this app.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I have another reason.
1: There is no other reason. <laughs> there's one other show. You that... <laughs> have no reason. Only me. <laughs> that,
0: there's a new Kids on the Block docu series. That's not a reason that to do is this. So totally a reason. Listen. No. Listen. No. I was born in 1975. I am a Generation Xer. Okay. And I know it's tough for you millennials to get to grasp this concept, but when I was a kid, there was this boy band called the New Kids on the Block, and they're still fire today.
1: She's a blockhead, folks.
0: Through and through. Blockhead for life. And there is a New Kids on the Block docuseries coming to Paramount Plus. So we are downloading this app and we are paying for it. And I don't care what you say. For
1: 1883 only.
0: And the new kids on the block. This is funny because on the prep sheet that my husband... (laughs) You hadn't uh, seen that yet, had you? I hadn't seen it. I just read it. So under red and blue download, it says red, colon, Paramount Plus app because of the 1883 show, not because of the NKOTB (laughs) BS. Yeah, we're getting it. I give her
1: a hard time about this, but yet I got her tickets last year. For, two years ago. Two years it ago. Was two years ago. For NKOTB, it was
0: the last concert I attended. Yeah. Pre-pandemic, New Kids on the Block, Up the mixtape tour in DC, which my daughter, by the way, who's 22 years old, said was the most fun she's ever had at a concert.
1: I, I know it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean. You know they put on a hell of a show.
0: They do. It was New Kids on the Block, Boys to Men, uh, 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 Salt, Salt and Pepper,
1: and
0: oh my god, uh, Tiffany, Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, yep. and two was it Two Life Crew or was it no. Naughty by nature? Naughty, uh, by nature? Naughty by Nature. Naughty by Nature. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here going, I know it wasn't. There was one of those the guys that was really dirty.
1: <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> them. It was the other one.
0: So yeah, um, the mixtape tour was phenomenal.
1: And they're coming back.
0: They are coming back.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I'll yep. go see and what's funny is that was my very first New Kids on the Block concert. It was. Yeah. Even though I've I've legit spent the weekend with Jordan Knight of the New Kids on the Block. Yeah, through okay. through radio. I had a, a series of events that involved him over the course of a weekend and was his solo show. But I had never seen the New Kids on the Block because when I was that age, I was 14, 15 years old. We lived in Portland, Maine. My dad was stationed there. And they came to Old Orchard Beach. I will never forget this. Old Orchard Beach. And I wanted to go so bad, but I didn't have any friends. Nobody would go with me. Wah, wah. And my dad was like, no, you're not going alone. Uh-huh. <laughs> i like, well, please. It's the New Kids on the Block. You don't understand. So I had to wait until I was 44 years old yeah. to see the New Kids on the Block in concert. And, and I and
1: sent you with friends and your daughter. Thanks
0: to my husband, I got to go. So we're downloading uh, Paramount Plus so that we can watch the new NKOTB. (laughs) All right. My download this week, because we are getting into the holiday season and it's time to start thinking about Christmas presents. Uh And for me, because since I moved to Virginia, I don't have any friends around or not. I'm saying not friends. I don't have any family here. All my family is spread far and wide. Right. Yep. So when it comes to Christmas presents, I have to get um, creative. And a lot of times, like I've had, my dad has actually sent me presents back and told me I got ripped off. <laughs>
1: Damn, I know. That's cold.
0: Listen, my dad is a salty old sailor through and through. And he is. And I love him because of it. I we, can confirm it. Yeah. He is the saltiest sailor you'll ever meet. And it's it's a, the beauty of my father. And that's just who he is. And oh, so yeah. He's, he's like Popeye. I am what I am, and that's all that I am. Yep. And there you go. Take it or leave it. <laughs> if you don't like it, that's on you.
1: Yeah. No, it was, good. It was a cool so, dude.
0: So I, he's very into boats. Obviously, he builds boats in his spare time. He's a retired Navy torpedo man. And um, I bought him one time a uh, a replica um, Lewis and Clark compass. I thought it was really cool. It was in like a wooden box. I still have it, by the way, it's in my office, <laughs> but I bought it and I thought it was really cool. And I thought it was something he would dig as a sailor. I thought it was kind of, it would give him some nostalgia He'd stick it on a, on a shelf or something like that. Right, a knickknack. He legit sent it back and he's like, I don't know where you got this, but you got ripped off. <laughs> So I was like, "All right, cool,
1: damn, pop." <laughs>
0: so after that, I started to um, get, like I said, I had to get creative, which is great. I love that my father pushes me to a creative space. That's just who he is. My dad is the kind of guy who writes handwritten letters. Still, him, still him, and my daughter day. back and forth write handwritten letters. My son, I don't think he could even. I don't think he even knows how to um, address an envelope. I don't. He might, <laughs> but um, I've never seen him write a letter. My daughter, though, consistently has been writing letters to her grandfather for years. She's old school. And I love that. Yeah, I absolutely. love that, that that's their relationship. That's a dying right? art. It is a dying art, and I need to do it more because my father would love to hear from me more. Um, But the the thing I noticed as, just as sort of as evolving Christmas present, c- gift giver, whatever, trying to get creative, is that more and more of my people, being far away, enjoy food from certain places. Yep. Like I said earlier, we were stationed in Portland, Maine, for a while, and one of our favorite things to do was to go down to the old port, and um, you can walk right down to the the pier and pick lobsters. Lobster. 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 You can go get a lobster tail, and you can send it home to your family. You can go
1: get a lobster roll.
0: You could get a lobster roll, but this so this app, the download, is called the Gold Belly app. Yes. Right, and on the Gold Belly app, you can order. Oh yes, fresh Maine lobsters. Yes, you can. You can order lo- red lobster, um, Maine lobster sandwich kits, lobster roll kits uh-huh. with whoopie pies. Yeah, you can order bagels from New York. You, you can, can order Carlos Bakery cakes.
1: You can order Brooklyn style pizza. You from, can order from Brooklyn. From Brooklyn, you can order Detroit style pizza from order, Detroit.
0: Sure, but you can also order uh, Chicago deep dish yes. pizza. My stepmother's from Chicago. She loves nothing more than a deep dish pizza. So I have sent her frozen deep dish pizzas. My mother is in just outside of Minneapolis. During the pandemic, I sent her Juicy Lucy's from the 5-8 um, the Club, which is a world famous. If you've ever watched anything on Food Network, you know about the Juicy Lucy. It's a hamburger that's yeah, got yeah. cheese in the middle, yep. right? And so um, you can send these famous food items from around the world. Junior's Cheesecake. Uh, pastrami sandwich from Katz's Deli.
1: Oh yeah, you, you, uh, Duff, Philly cheesecakes. Duff Goldman.
0: Duff Goldman cakes. You can. You can. I mean, yeah, it's the it's, coolest app I have ever downloaded, and I use it every single year.
1: But I'm gonna Go jump. Ahead. I'm gonna jump in and uh, you know, kind of start this some bullshit early. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because she does this for family. I do.
0: In fact, I ordered my daughter an entire Thanksgiving dinner for four because she can't make it home for Thanksgiving. She
1: does this for family outside of this house in Virginia, but she
0: don't ever order us anything. I have never ordered us anything. From Not the one Belly thing. App. Never. Not, Not one thing. No, you're absolutely right, and I apologize. And one of these days, I'm going to do it. She's sitting
1: here with a half smirk on her face. I don't know like, what well, to tell
0: you because you're absolutely right. She's
1: like, yep deal with it
0: it's not even deal with it it's just you're right no because I I only ever think about the gold belly app when it's time to buy a gift and I can't think of what to get somebody so then I'm like "Mm, let me see if there's some food well
1: you know what how about you think about it for my birthday next year too okay (laughs) because you you know what a gift you just keep saying a gift
0: I, all right, you got it. I'll figure out something. I don't know what it is that you would like off of there. Probably anything, because you're like a Guy Fieri fan. Like, if there was, there's a Guy Fieri. I think there's like a nacho trash can or something like that. Trash can nachos. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I would want that. But I, I mean, listen, I've been around this world freaking a time or two. Okay. Uh huh. I I'm know you have plenty of stuff,
0: but you never talk about it, so I don't know what I, there would I be. Because I
1: am an equal opportunity eater. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get this full figured man body. <laughs> From not eating, you know all the delicious right. things that I've eaten. so okay. guess what?
0: All right, I'll find something.
1: I, just, t- pizza, I got you Pizza, wings, bagels, I don't care.
0: All right, I got you. but the the beauty of the gold belly app is that everything comes packaged properly, frozen properly. you make you put it together yourself, right. So if it's a Philly cheesesteak coming from from Geno's in Philadelphia, or from Pats Ooh, in Philadelphia, yeah. whatever. That's
1: what I almost ordered
0: one day. That I, is, I,
1: I was looking through it uh-huh. and I literally almost ordered it, but I was just like, hey, Philly's not that far.
0: It's not that far. And we really just need to drive up there and get some fresh ones because there's nothing better than standing in that line.
1: I know. I keep hearing about it.
0: And just getting up there and saying what you want, you know?
1: And you got, from what I understand, you got to be quick. You
0: do. You have to know what you want by the yeah. time you get up there or you are getting scolded.
1: <laughs> yeah. But,
0: you know, Grace Papaya. Um, you ever had Grace Papaya? No. You've been in New York City, right? So yeah. You know about Grace Papaya. Uh uh-uh. uh It's this papaya juice and hot dog. It's like this whole thing. Grace Papaya. Uh, oh no, my god, no. so good. So, but they that's on there anyway. Gold Belly app, download it.
1: I wonder if you can order Martinsville hot dogs.
0: I don't think so. <laughs> what the hell would you want that?
1: Martinsville hot dogs? You kidding me? Those oh. things are so gross. They're delicious. Don't let her tell you.
0: They're so gross. I, I can't do the 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 Martinsville hot dogs. They're hot pink. They're so full of artificial it's color. So it's delicious. Ugh. No, it's not oh, delicious. We're going to go
1: to Martinsville. We're going to eat like 10 of those bad boys.
0: <sighs> it, no, <laughs> we're not doing it. That's gross.
1: What? What's
0: wrong? No, I'm just making sure it's still running. I feel like I can't see it quite quite right across the uh, it's room. Running. It's, it's running. It's running. It's still moving. All right. So it is time for this some bullshit.
1: This some bullshit.
0: But before we get into this some bullshit, uh, I want to remind you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram, which, by the way, we are on now. And you've all been invited.
1: Like them. Like them If you both. are a
0: friend of mine on Facebook, you've been invited to the page. Just yes. check, your, check your notifications. Do it. Um... What else? Oh, go to words of musicpodcast.com. You yep. can check out all the current episodes. You can check out our fabulous sponsors, our VIPs, our very important podcast sponsors. Come
1: on board and be a VIP sponsor you while you're
0: at it. You can sign up right there at words of musicpodcast.com. All right, this is some bullshit. Go.
1: This is some bullshit. Okay. So we're watching TV. It's November 1st mm-hmm. You know, day after Halloween. Right. You know, November, kids haven't no, even digested the candy November yet. November first. Yeah. I just want to make sure I got that clear. Mm-hmm. November one. Twenty twenty one.
0: What happened?
1: Watching TV. Yeah. Watching a Capitals game, I believe.
0: Okay.
1: And I see a damn Christmas commercial <laughs> on November first. The reason why I said Where November first a lot of time. No, this is some bullshit. <laughs> Turkey Day needs its day.
0: You're one of those guys. I am one of
1: those guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I had already seen the Christmas freaking ornaments and stuff out, the blow-ups out, you know, in October. Yeah. You know, second to the last week of October. Yeah. Okay. It's November, y'all.
0: Do you remember what happened last year when we tried to go get Christmas ornaments?
1: Shit was sold out.
0: It was sold out like November fifteenth.
1: Everything was so sold out like a month in ahead. Yeah, like Halloween stuff was sold out in September. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving stuff was sold out in October. Right. And 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 vice, you know, it just.
0: I don't think so- Thanksgiving gets its day. You it know does what I mean? As not, far as like decoration, listen,
1: Thanksgiving Turkey Day does not get the respect it deserves. <laughs> I'm telling you, folks. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Turkey day is a day.
0: Yeah, you want Halloween and then give you some turkey. You yeah. I want to give Turkey thanks. day give Thanksgiving it's it's proper time frame. How like when do you think stores should start putting out Christmas stuff?
1: December 1st, damn it.
0: Really? December 1st. Or
1: the last week of November. I I'll, I'll compromise. Last week of November, I'm cool with that.
0: So Black Friday.
1: Short Black Friday. There okay. you go. I'm good with that.
0: Black Friday, Small Business Saturday. Yep. Cyber Monday, all that stuff.
1: Like not October 20th. <laughs> okay, Halloween's not even over yet, and you're already starting to put the Christmas shit out.
0: I, I find the overlap annoying. It's ridiculous. When you've got Halloween stuff sitting next to the Christmas oh. stuff, or and then after Christmas, there will be the Christmas stuff will be sitting next to the Valentine stuff. And the Valentine shit will be sitting next to the Easter stuff. Yeah, you can't win this game. I mean, come on. Yeah. I'm with you. Like, we you, don't decorate for Christmas. Valentine's Easter.
1: Well, shit. What about St. Patty's
0: Day? <laughs> right. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> so, Everybody's Irish on that day. That's true. That's true. Especially me. Cause I actually am Irish. Yes, you are a little lassie. <laughs> that's good. I, um, I have purchased my Christmas decorations already this year. Though because and you actually, we went and purchased Christmas decorations. I'm kind of calling you on your bullshit right now because we purchased our dick de- Christmas decorations on October 30th. Okay, because
1: our hand was kind of forced because of last year.
0: <laughs> October 30th, sir.
1: Yes, I understand that. I get it, but it doesn't mean I need to see a fucking Christmas commercial <laughs> before Turkey Day commercials. Like, listen, give me the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, okay? been played
0: on like October 8th. It played so early this year. Did
1: it really? Yeah. I see this some bullshit. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about.
0: I, I fully 100 This is why I'm
1: a Grinch. Like, You're look, not a Grinch. Listen, there was a meme that was put out. Uh-huh. Every day before December that Christmas is put out there, an elf is executed. <laughs> and I sent that to Sam. not same. true, kids. Don't, said, don't get I said scared. I sent that to Sam Hayes with Radio Romance, and he was like, No. No, because no. Sam
0: Hayes starts celebrating Christmas in like August. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, the, I'm pretty no, sure he puts that a
1: countdown out like
0: the day after Christmas.
1: Not well, only the day after Christmas, but he's also <laughs> reminding folks once a month at least. At least, at least. I adore Sam, and I'm I, like Sam, shut up.
0: <laughs> Here's the thing: I adore Sam and his sweet, innocent love of Christmas <laughs> because it's you know, people don't you don't have that much anymore. People are more like you and I, where we're like, "Damn it, I don't want to see Christmas stuff till December." But Sam Hayes is out there all year round, three hundred and sixty-five days, living with Christmas spirit in his heart. Listen, He's just a precious soul. I love and Sam. I think to death. we have to we have to take a moment and appreciate the precious soul that is Sam Hayes and who celebrates Christmas all year round. Sam, Sam's you,
1: Sam is an amazing dude. I, I I love him like a brother. Okay. <laughs> however, however, <the> Christmas shit. <laughs> Nah, partner. I, can't, oh, a partner. I can't I can't get on that. I can't get on that train.
0: Oh man. So, that's right.
1: mine to some bullshit.
0: All right, do you want to hear mine? Are you ready for mine?
1: Oh, I can't wait for this one. Okay. She's cracking the neck, folks. Right. I'm
0: getting you she's, I'm she's, getting ready for this one because I'm going to loose. i mm-hmm, I'm gonna piss some of you off right now.
1: Yeah, some of y'all going to get pissed off.
0: And you know what?
1: And I'm cool with that because it, it's it's really undeserving it, right it, now of of the whole situation.
0: Yeah. So, um Three words. I got three words for you. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Okay? Our dude.
1: Brandon Brown.
0: Brandon Brown. Xfinity race car driver. Number Brandon 68. Brown, number sixty-eight car from right here in Stafford, Virginia. Yep. Our hometown boy. Yep. Who has a family owned team. Small, small. Business. Small family owned family-owned family-owned te- family-owned team. Brandon. Underfunded. Is underfunded. He is the driver. He's also The guy in charge of marketing, he has to do it all on his own. And over the course of the pandemic in 2020, their family went through the most stressful time that they've ever endured. Ever. Their dad, Brandon's dad, diagnosed with cancer, has to go through chemotherapy, radiation, all the treatments, everything.
1: Can't be at the races.
0: Can't be at the racetrack with his son. Right, Brandon's got to go it alone during the pandemic because of all of this, and and Brandon can't come home. Yeah, because he can't work. You know, going to the races and all this stuff, being around it with COVID protocols, and he cannot visit his dad. He can't
1: risk getting his dad. He can't get his dad sick, right?
0: So the whole 2020 season was so intense for Brandon. Yes, it was. He had no sponsorship dollars, Uh -uh. so he literally pulled out every stop in 2021. This dude went hard in the paint.
1: Oh, man. He went out there, didn't he?
0: He was on Twitter. He was doing every interview he could. And I felt bad because I was no longer in a position where I could give him any airtime. It didn't matter. He didn't need me. He was out there. He was doing every interview. He was calling to, um, what's his name? Lamonis? Marcus
1: Marcus Lamonis.
0: Right. Personally. CEO
1: of Camping World.
0: On Twitter. And Marcus Limonis was giving him advice.
1: Huge advice.
0: And what did Brandon do? He he didn't just listen to the advice and go, oh, yeah, that's cool. He ran with
1: it. He literally, like he's a baseball player, pointed the right field, took the bat, hit the ball to right. Cracked a home run. run.
0: And he put out this really cool video. He was a used car salesman. It was incredible. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Brandon Brown, YouTube. Check it out. So fast forward. 2021 season, Uh Brandon's doing pretty well, right? Consistently right there around the top 10. He had a bunch of top 10 finishes, and um, it's a frustrating season because he's not where he wants to be. Brandon wants to win bad. Yes. He wants to win. He wants to get those sponsorships. He wants to succeed. He's got that hunger and that fire in his belly, and he deserves it. Oh, yeah. Nobody works harder, in my personal opinion, than Brandon Brown.
1: With so little. With by so the way. little.
0: Yeah. He makes the most of every single race. Yeah. And then comes Talladega.
1: Oh man, Talladega. Talladega, Alabama.
0: <laughs> your one of your favorite racetracks. My
1: yes, one of my favorite racetracks.
0: Brandon. The i I'm telling you, the kid is as smart as a whip, right? Yep. He's back in what, like 15, 20? You know, just kind of hanging back, right? He's in
1: the top 10, top 15. He's hanging back. That
0: particular race, he was right there around that sweet spot, right around 15, right? And then the next thing you know, cautions happen, accidents happen, things happen. Brandon's leading the race.
1: Well, he even led it on a green. Right. But I'm saying that's what Brandon's leading the race. Yep.
0: And then what happens? Caution
1: comes out. Caution comes out again.
0: Okay. Because it's Talladega.
1: And why does it come out?
0: Everybody's racing hard. Everybody, you know, all that, yeah. And then, as they're trying to get the mess cleaned up, right? And Brandon is in the first; he's in that spot; he's in number one; he's in first; he's P one, right, first position. They call the race due to darkness. Due to darkness, Brandon wins his first race race. ever. Huge, massive success. Huge. 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 He gets that glory.
1: The excitement excitement, on this kid's face,
0: right? For about five fucking minutes and then everybody yep. fucking ruined it for him. Why did they ruin it for him? Because people, for whatever reason, in this day and age, think it's okay to yell disparaging remarks about whoever's in the White House. Yep. Everybody thinks that that's okay these days. I was not raised that way, first of all. And to you people out there yelling those things at public places, I ask you, who the fuck raised you? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Okay, That's one thing. But then Brandon's being interviewed on television and you can hear this shit in the background. Yes, you can. Which fires me up. On live TV. First of all, I don't care who's in the White House. Shit like that fires me up, uh-huh. right? Because everybody's bitching about, oh, cancel culture this and oh, blah, 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 but here you are, you know? And I just got two words for you people, Dixie Chicks, okay? <laughs> Let's just take it all the way back, right? But here's the thing. in, in, in Because she's a good broadcaster, the girl who was interviewing yep. Brandon, and I can't remember her Ellie name. Stavis. Thank you. Because she's a good broadcaster, she does not want to draw attention to what is being said in the stance because it's nothing but ignorance. She right? says. She says, oh, listen, they're yelling. Let's, let's go, go Brandon. Brandon. She tries to cover it up. Yep. And now what are you people doing with that? You're using that as a <laughs> fucking political statement.
1: Turning it into a fucking t-shirt and stickers.
0: In fact, using Brandon's face. To sell those t-shirts.
1: Using images.
0: Using NASCAR logos to sell those images. And it's yeah. disgusting. And now Brandon, our dude Brandon, our hometown dude Brandon, can't even enjoy his victory. Yeah. And that, my friends, is some bullshit. It
1: is some bullshit.
0: It's some bullshit. Because you showed me, too, um, one of the guys from, from the team wanted uh, to... Sh- they, were, they made... Own they, they made shirts for us. Right. And they were like, hey, do you guys want a t-shirt? I want a t-shirt. Absolutely. I want to be able to say, let's go, Brandon. And I said to you, <sighs> I would love a fucking t-shirt, but I can't wear that out in public because I cannot have somebody thinking that I'm making a political statement. Yeah. Because I'm not. I'm cheering on my cheering on NASCAR, my favorite Xfinity on the, uh, NASCAR, driver. NASCAR
1: driver. Yeah. I I, I know the reason by it.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, then the same thing happened. I just unfriended somebody on Facebook this past week because... Brandon is up for most popular driver for the Xfinity series. And the voting is going on right now. And I voted for Brandon, of course. So did I. Because he's killing it. And he he literally did everything that he could to kill it this year. Absolutely. And it, it was amazing. But now it's being overshadowed by this garbage. Yep. And so I, of course, post on there, you know, go vote. Yeah, yeah. Here's the link. And what happens in my comments?
1: Someone goes, let's go.
0: Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Well, I deleted the one you probably haven't seen it. I deleted one that said let's go Brandon because I know what you fuckers are saying. Yeah. And it makes me angry. It makes me I don't care about your political affiliation. This is personal for me and for Brandon.
1: Because you it, it's personal with you because you've seen the kid come from he came into the studio
0: years ago. Three, 2 3 years, 3 3 years ago? Very 4 un- years ago? Very very unpolished. Young kid just getting started. I think it was his rookie season. Like he yeah. and, 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 uh, you know, getting to know him as a human being and getting to know his family, his great mom, dude. his dad, his brother. Great dude. Such a great dude. Yeah. They, I mean, they invited us into the pits at For Charlotte. Charlotte yeah. And they, they love, they adore you. And I mean, they're. <laughs> They're still waiting for you to come and pick up that front end. Are they? Yeah, from the from the rainy. What was that rainy? Um, from the race? Uh,
1: uh, Charlotte. From the From Roval. the Charlotte
0: race. I thought it was gone. No.
1: Who'd you talk to? Well,
0: I didn't talk to anybody. I'm just assuming that they're still waiting for oh, you to shit. come pick up. I gotta it up. get a hold offered, of Scott. Yeah, they offered him a front end. Like well, I'm front like nose. The front nose. I'm like take it. We've run parts to them. We've uh-huh. done all the and and I would literally turn myself inside out for this family. They Listen. are that good. This is
1: my claim to fame of saying that <laughs> I worked for a NASCAR team for one day. For one day, we I got off a to rotor. deliver parts. <laughs> That's right. I got to go pick up a fender, yeah, a brake rotor, yeah, and some stickers.
0: So damn it, let Brandon have this victory. Oh shit! Stop with the let's go Brandon. So it's funny because someone nine at work, times out of ten, y'all don't even know what the hell that means.
1: Someone at work, you know, pulled that. Yeah, you know, it said it, whatever, and I'm like, okay, whatever, cool, man. You know, you what? don't
0: have the balls to say what you really are trying to say.
1: So I, then I put, don't say anything. I threw it back in their face, and I said, "You know what's really sad about you making that statement right now?" Mm-hmm. I said, "The guy that 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 really yeah. you know that was saying let's go and you know whose name is tied to that yeah. he can't celebrate that victory no he goes well, what do you mean I was like you know the whole Brandon Brandon Brown you know Brandon Tallade- Talladega they don't he even he goes know. yeah uh, yeah I said well that day he won that race uh-huh. and then you guys turned this into a fucking political statement he can't yeah. enjoy that. He goes, yeah. Oh man, I didn't think of you like that. You guys have
0: taken that away from the guy who deserved it more than yeah. anything. And for what? For what? Just because
1: you don't like somebody.
0: You know? It's
1: fine. Don't like it. You them. don't
0: have to like nope. anybody. I'm not saying you don't have a right to your opinion. I'm not saying you don't you know, first of all, again, who raised you? You're yeah. going to go to a public place, you know you're on television, you know you're being seen and you're going to yell shit like that? Agreed. It's disgusting. I don't care who's in the White House. You have to, you know, I was, I was raised, I'm not going to say you have to, because I don't, I don't shove my opinions down other people's throats. but I was raised, regardless of your opinion of that particular person, that particular situation, you respect the office, period. That's how I was raised. Oh yeah. And, um, so regardless of your freaking opinion, the thing that pisses me off is the let's go Brandon, because we know Brandon. Brandon is a human being. He is a person. He is somebody's child.
1: Has emotions.
0: He has emotion, And you took this shit away, it away. from him. And you, 90% of you don't even know. Don't even know who he is. Don't even have a reference. You just heard it on the internet. You thought it was funny. So you thought you'd be trendy and yell, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. And now you're posting it all over my freaking Facebook page. Take it back and just like legit, shut the fuck up. Because that's some bullshit.
1: It is some bullshit.
0: All right. Wow, we ranted a lot this time.
1: Yeah, we did. <laughs>
0: God, it's like an hour and a half
1: <laughs> wow
0: i know sorry this was an emotional night for us so i apologize if this takes you like 17 days to digest this particular episode yeah, i mean hey sometimes it'd be like that we might lose some some people over i don't this, care but honestly you know what? i don't i'm I mean, not doing this for that
1: i ain't doing it for them i mean no. it is what it is like l- seriously it's it's the way we feel
0: and hey guess what is our podcast so <laughs> and, and it's fine. It, you know, and, and, and like I said, the very first episode, the thing that I am coming to terms with right now is that I don't have to censor myself anymore. Oh, no, not at all. And so you might not like that. People might not like that. And I guess I just have to I a very wise woman in my across my broadcasting career, Jay Donovan, taught me you have to be uncomfortable. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I'm I've gotten very comfortable. With being uncomfortable. Hell yeah. So there you go. And um, stop saying let's go, Brandon. Enough is enough.
1: Enough is enough. Yeah, okay.
0: We're not going to stop it, I know. But Ow. at the same Hell time, no. at least I spoke up for my dude. Absolutely. Brandon Brown. You're the man.
1: Driving number sixty-eight.
0: Let's go, Brandon.
1: Larry's original lemonade. That's
0: right. Oh, that shit's good. That shit's <laughs> just, really good. Just,
1: here we are talking about it like like we're sponsored by it, but
0: I don't care. Brandon is amazing, and he's going to do great things next year for ho- the Xfinity I'm series. I'm hoping so.
1: I'm I really want him. I'm hoping he gets some sponsor this year. I'm hoping they don't close the doors. Because they were close. They were close to closing they the doors. They were close to closing the doors and last year. And that
0: win in Talladega means everything I, to them. Oh and man, they should be able to capitalize on it. They should be able to market they that.
1: They did. They did. They 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 had they funding for the rest of the year. Sponsors on the car. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm.
0: And I hope that that trend continues. I really, really God, I hope
1: so, too. i like to see them. I'd like to see them win some more. i like yeah. to see them run for a championship. I mean, if anyone deserves to, it's a team. It's him. It's a mom-and-pop team like that. That's what I love to see. Yeah. I love to see those mom-and-pop teams. Those underfunded teams come out there and race with the big boys. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge junior motorsports fan. My um, yeah. Dale Jr., Hendrick Mo you know, with them team with Hendrick Motorsports. Right. You know, Richard Childress racing, you know, all that. I mean, I okay, I get it. You know, they got the money, but man, when you get a hometown boy it means with a more, hometown right? team. Yeah. To me, that means everything. Like that's that's what it you're has, rooting
0: for. I feel like it has a more more of an impact.
1: It's just like going the Friday night lights or fri- you know, Saturday night lights at the it's racetrack. It's the underdog.
0: You're going to lo- local racetrack and you're rooting
1: for your hometown for your buddy. I
0: mean, this kid came up racing go karts out in King George. Uh, that's right. You know, he is a legit hometown legit boy, legit from
1: here. Mm-hmm. So,
0: all right, dude. So this was an intense episode.
1: I know. You need to calm down. I, I need, need to to you. Down. I need you to calm down some.
0: <laughs> I need to calm down, too. Another shout out, by the way, to our VIPs, Healthy Beginnings, Wellness and Aesthetics, Nine Hammers, and Cowboy Jacks of Fredericksburg. Thank you so much for sponsoring the Words and Music podcast. I can't believe you still have liquor in that shaker.
1: I was saving the last one for one very important thing. What's that? So... I want to wish all the veterans oh, yeah. a happy Veterans Day.
0: Absolutely. Happy Veterans Day.
1: And to my brethren.
0: Your brethren. And yes. my sisters
1: <laughs> of the United States Marine Corps, happy birthday.
0: Happy Marine Corps birthday, which was on November 10th. And uh, yeah, I don't have anything to, sh- to toast you with. but That's okay. It's all right. You I, toast I, yourself. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm toasting it to all the the men and women that are, <laughs> you know, b- before me.
0: Uh-huh. Heroes yep. don't wear capes. They wear dog tags, folks. It's for you. That's it. All right. And my husband's definitely drunk. So.
1: I ain't drunk. <laughs> no. I can get drunk.
0: All right, folks. That is a wrap on episode three of the Words and Music Podcast. Like I said, man, my dream was always to do a show that lasted as long as a good bottle of wine. And um
1: I'm out of liquor, so <laughs> I guess I guess, the we're, show's I, over. I guess we're done.
2: words and music.